This is the Epilogue Audio Experience. He's the hotshot photographer of show business. He clicks movie stars, models and maestros. He shoots portfolios, portraits, features, also film posters and promotion campaigns. He's visible at film locations, star homes and outdoors. Often referred to as the fastest and also the coolest cameraman in Bollywood, it is difficult to determine if actors love him more for his skill or his company. Avinash Kovarikar, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's such a nice. So, so let everyone first know before I say anything that you are my first boss in life. If at all I ever did a job anywhere in life was with you at G Magazine where you used to bully me and you used to make me do small, small assignments and I used to be scared of you. And that fear still continues because yesterday when you called me and said you want time, you want anything, I get pressure attacks only when you call me. So let everyone know this, that I have, I'm, when I talk, the little bit of nervousness, which is never there in my life, will come up with a few people. So you're one of them. So you really believe that other people are going to believe you with this story? Everybody knows that you are a dramji and you like to create drama. Please. Please. I like to create drama with my lighting. Huh. But why were you scared and nervous of me? You know, some things in life, they get stuck because I was so desperate that you like me and that you give me work because it was the beginning of my career. Then your judgment gets very clouded and you become insecure. And when a person becomes insecure, he or she starts uh, behaving irrationally. So it's that irrational insecurity I had that I might lose my job. You might not like me. You might not like my work. So what's that? It was hmm. that. So I believe that you were very young and in college when you went to your father and you said that uh, you don't want to study further and you want to be a photographer. Yeah. So actually when I look back, it's a big weird risk I took, but it all worked out. In short, if I tell you this, is that I failed my 12th standard in Mithilvai College. Okay. I failed my 9th standard in Bombay Scottish School. I just hated academics. There is a barrier in my brain which does not allow me to study and be examined like that. Examined as in somebody is going to test me how good I am and all that. I have a big barrier with that. So schooling never worked for me. Though Bombay Scottish School was the best years of my life, that's separate. But the schooling part and the exam part never worked with me. So I was never an academically inclined person. So I failed my 12th standard also. And I was looking to do something. I came from a middle class Maharashtrian family. My father was a lawyer. My mother is an author. He lived in Saitya Savas Colony. It was all nice upbringing. My, father, my uncle is a scientist. But I was not at all into academics. And I was looking for anything that may give me work and money. So I was I don't know what to do. And... As luck would have it, my neighbor who was living in our colony was a photographer, not very well known, but she used to do model portfolios and all that. And as a summer job, she offered me 250 rupees a shoot. Mm-hmm. So that was like a lottery for me. So I went to one of her shoots. And when I went to the shoot and I entered the studio and I saw the music and the air conditioning and the <laughs> model the model and everyone getting ready and the glamour behind it and the flash going crack, crack, that whole thing, the camera, the sound of everything. I was literally turned on by the whole atmosphere. It was unbelievable for me. 
I said, I want to be a photographer. Nothing else but for this atmosphere. It was so cool. So I became a photographer in a very weird way. This is not the reason why you become a photographer. Maybe there was something inside me which, you know, allowed me to do that. And then I went to my father and I told my father, I told my father many times in the 11th standard also that I want to drop out because it's not happening for me. He said, you drop out when you want to drop out, but drop out when you want to do something else. Even if you want to work at a garage mechanic, I'm okay with it. But tell me you're doing that every day and then you drop out. Don't drop out of college and sit at home doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I said, Baba, I want to be a photographer and I'm not going to college from tomorrow. He said, okay, do that. And I, you know, Three Idiots and all these films are made now. This was my father in the 90s. Yeah, God bless his soul. Every day, I thank him. He allowed me to do that. He allowed me to do that. And uh, he, from his PPF, uh, PF, PF, he bought me a camera and a lens and uh, I started assisting and I started doing some crazy stuff and I didn't know what I was doing. And uh, again, God loves me. I've been blessed. Ashu, Ashutosh Gowarikar is my first cousin who's like a real brother to me. Ashu said, Avi, the photography that you want to do, you're very vague. You don't know what you're doing. So it's not going to get you anywhere. You need to shoot somebody good. So I'm going to try and get you a shortcut. I don't know if it will work. I'm shooting with Amir for a film called Bazi. He, I'm directing it. You be my assistant director, get to know him, get to know the line, see everything. And over there, if you get an opportunity, you shoot with Amir. I'll try to tell him once. Because Amir is one guy who will who will do anything for his friends, but he will not compromise on his work. So Ashu told him, uh, Amir, just give Avi one chance and see if, how good he is. And there was this magazine called G Magazine, whose editor was a lady called Bhavna Sumaya. And Amir Khan called Bhavna Sumaya and said, listen, the next cover that you wanted me to do, I have a photographer in mind. Is that okay for you? And Bhavna Sumaya said, okay, Amir, whatever you want. So Amir said, okay, Ashu's brother, Avi, you wanted an opportunity, I'm giving you an opportunity. Shoot me for the cover of G Magazine. And I literally heard, I didn't know your magazine that time was fantastic. It was a huge, it was a big size magazine. I can't even describe it on, on the phone. So I was like, Amir, are you serious? Yes. He said, where do you want to shoot? Now, when he said that, I had no studio, I had nothing. So I shot him. I told him he was going for a shoot of Raja Hindustani to Mahabaleshwar. So I told him, I'll accompany you there. And on the way, we'll shoot pictures. He said, good idea. And I went, I shot. And those pictures got published by Bhavna Somaya. And uh, before I knew it, as I said, God loves me. Over there in Raja Hindustani, he said, I got friendly with Karishma, Lolo. He gave, started shooting with me. Pictures got published and I got a footing. And um, that was the biggest step of my life. So two pillars of my life are Amir and Ashu. Because of him, I came where I was. And what about me? No, that you... <laughs> <laughs> you you are a pillar, but yes, your pillar no, is I a different a kind of pillar. I was trigger. a trigger. You're a trigger. Kya word hai? Correct hai. So then after this, Karishma introduced me to Salman. <laughs> and once, as I always say in life, if Salman Khan likes you, your life is set. Hmm. And my life liked me and my life got set. So that is the third leg of my life that put me up. That's the tripod. I always say Ashu, Amir and Salman. I'm here <laughs> because of them. And uh, I guess I did some good work. Otherwise, they wouldn't have stuck with me. I must have shot some good pictures. 
but they stuck with me. And uh, before I knew it, uh, I was doing work. And today you are interviewing me after 25 years. I think that was the 90s somewhere. Crazy. Life is crazy. No, in between that, you came to my Big FM studio to chat. Yeah, that was also a lovely one. Yeah. It's always good to talk to you. What I need to ask you, Avi, is uh, that um, you became a photographer or a photographer assistant without knowing anything about the camera or shooting. Correct. So when did you learn and when did you fall in love with the process? I fell in love with the process the minute I entered that studio, I told you. I learned on my job, which is not ideal at all. Hmm. As I always say, God loves me. I did it in the wrong way, but it all fell into place. I'm still learning, but I, I spent a lot of time learning. So if if earlier in life, I always used to say, education ka koi zarurat nahi hai. look at me. I was a college dropout and I still made it, but it, it's not like that. I wasted a lot of my time in learning. I hmm. did some horrible shoots for many years because I did not know my basics. It's just that my instinct was okay, maybe, and something was there in which, because of which the pictures were, you know, presentable, but it was not right. I learned on the job. So to answer your question, I learned on the job at my own expense and it was very expensive because those are the days of film. I've mm. shot rolls of film where I've, when I went to develop them, I realized that they're all blank. Nothing has come in and okay. it's happened. Yeah. So bad. I don't want to revisit that. All is good now. So you did still uh, photography, then you assisted uh, Ashutosh Gowarikar uh, as uh, an AD. And uh, how did you then branch out into different kinds of shoots? Like, uh, I think you do posters and you do promotions of films and you do ads. Do you do ad uh, videos or do you just uh, shoot ad stills? What is it? So what happened is I assisted Ashu not to be a director. I was very clear. I was assisting him to just to get to know the film industry, the like how it works. Hmm. Then I became a photographer, as I told you. Now, once I became a photographer, I was on autopilot. I didn't know what I was doing. So Amir told me to shoot with, uh, for his cover. I shot a cover. Then for a few uh, weeks, a few months or a few years, I was shooting magazines. Then I, when I became a little better, uh, somebody suggested, why don't you come with us on an outdoor schedule of a film. So I went on an outdoor schedule of the film, which is my first one, which I did with uh, Bobby Deol and uh, Aishwarya Rai. Or Pyar, Or Pyar, Or one of them. It was Soel Makla was producing, Rahul Ravel directed it. Uh, Bobby and Aishwarya, Aishwarya's first film. So I went uh -huh. on that outdoor and Rahul Nanda, who was a publicity designer, he liked my work. So he, he suggested that I do a film called Judai. Uh, with uh, Shri Devi and Anil Kapoor. So I went on the, so I used to do a lot of location stills. So location stills, karte karte, I became a location still photographer. I used to accompany people on their, uh, you know, schedules abroad. Actually, Judai was my first huh? uh, in India, not Aur Pyar Gare. Uh, so Boni is my first producer in India after Raja Hindustani. So I started doing that and people used to like the way I shoot. I was quick. I did not have a studio. I did not have anything. So what I used to do is go and shoot actors wherever they are. So they used to like that. They didn't need to go to other photographer studios. And I used to shoot them at any time of the day, just go with one camera bag and shoot. I did a lot of those shoots. So what happens is they started recommending me, okay, you come on a film outdoor. Then somebody said, shoot my film poster. Somebody said, shoot my film. So I did not, not trust me. It was all autopilot. I don't know what happened. It just worked out well. So I do everything to do with photography in terms of people. But 90% or 80% of my work is celebrity oriented with actors, cricketers also now. 
and uh, i do lot of that uh, ad films a lot of ad films and lot of uh, film posters magazines have gone down as you know now as the number of shoots for magazines is much less yeah so you didn't didn't think of getting into video shoots and uh, no no no, no 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 many times yeah. people ask me to director kab ban raha hai to i say do you ever ask a person to doctor kab ban raha hai to lawyer kab ban raha hai how can you casually say director kab ban raha hai why do you think a photographer can become a director you think that means the fact that you're asking me this question first of all is a dumb question secondly you're putting down all the directors in the in the world you think it's so easy to be a director that you casually ask somebody i always say will you casually ask anybody doctor kab ban raha lawyer kab ban raha why do you think a person can become a director so easily i was never inclined to direction i always loved photography i loved to shoot pictures and i tried my hand at cinematography i loved it in the middle so i went to london you know in the middle of my career around 2000 2004 and i went and did a course in cinematography in london and i was very 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 keen to get into cinematography but as luck would have it um, my photography career started doing so well that time touchwood that i said why am i leaving something which is doing so well and i started enjoying it much more and then the digital revolution came in and that was just a game changer for me i loved it so much that i fell in love with photography all over again after digital came so it just and at the same time my work started getting better and my clients started getting better so it, i just stuck by it and i just enjoy it i enjoy it so what were the changes you had to make as a professional from the uh, photography that you were used to to then the digital nothing i'm a number one i'm a very uh, flexible person and i'm a unemotional person i don't care i am a very technologically um, advanced nahi i am a very technologically friendly person so when technology comes in i embrace it so my analog days when i told you i have shot rolls of film without knowing what i'm shooting that used to give me the jitters so when digital came and i saw that what you shoot you see in that instant for me i mean for me that's god it's actually god the, the camera which what i shot i don't have to do any guess work and i immediately know what i'm shooting i did not have to make any adjustments my life just became better and my photography became better completely what happens in a photo shoot is uh, besides the skill of the cameraman what is also important is uh, the vibe and the chemistry between the cameraman and his subject and uh, from i know of uh, most of the maestros that you have shot or the superstar that you have shot is they all enjoy spending time with you mm. what would you say was it your personality or was it your skill that gave you the success that's very kind of you but yes i'll take a little bit of credit for that i never planned it i realized it as time went on that people are enjoying shooting with me because i'm a extrovert kind of a person i make everything very easy and light i don't take things too seriously and too technical and get it get into a very i just used to enjoy my shoots a lot without realizing that my models are getting more relaxed because i am enjoying so when you have a technician who is very seriously he or she is doing their work and very concerned about where the light is and where this is and you are very grumpy and you know getting angry and 
So I guess the models won't like that. And in our film industry, it was a very notorious thing that many technical technicians, you know, cinematographers, directors, cameramen, they used to be very temperamental, they used to get angry. So for actors, it became a very fun thing. Yeah, this guy is a very jovial fellow, comes, has fun and goes. I did not plan it. But I realized it that people like my energy that way. And the other thing that happened is that because I shot so much with Salman, I was trained to be very quick. Bhavna, you know Salman. He impatient, he walks out of the frame. He used to give me five, five minutes. Where are you? Come, shoot. Five minutes. Done. Go. Done. I've done so many shoots with Salman, which were 10 minutes, five minutes in the middle of the afternoon. That my training became that, boss, if you want to be a photographer, you have to be very, 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 very fast. Now, this was ingrained in me because of the number of shoots I did with Salman. Now, again, completely unplanned. Just to see that I am quick. I imbibed that style. Now, what happened as time went on is that actors started loving it because they, who wants to spend more time? If you come for an eight-hour shift for photo shoot and the photographer finishes in two hours, you're happy. You got six hours to yourself. So I guess that also went in my favor. People used to start saying that quick and easy shoot with Avinash, quick and easy shoot with Avinash. I used to be like, I did not plan it that way, but it ended up being like that. Uh-huh. So you're all the time shooting with celebrities, whether they are uh, performing artists, um, maestros, superstars, or top models, or top agencies. Uh, what is the basic difference uh, during the shoot between, say, the ad world and the film world? It's pretty similar, but um, the biggest difference is that in the film world, everybody is confident and they know what to do in front of the camera. Really? Whereas, yeah, they know it. Actors, they know it what to do. They're never nervous of anything. You have to shoot that with Amir. Again, he's a friend of ours, yours and mine both. Amir personally does not enjoy photo shoots as much as he enjoys acting. He enjoys acting more. So photo shoot for him is a little more, uh, a little bit challenging than, a, you know, doing a scene. But at the end of the day, Amir, he knows he looks good. He knows how to pose. He knows how to stand. He knows how to dress up. But if you have a cricketer or you have a celebrity who's not always in front of a camera, they might not be as comfortable in front of a camera as an actor would. But that has changed dramatically in the last five, six years. Because of the selfies. Yeah. So for me, iPhones and selfies are the biggest blessing of my life. (laughs) Any newcomer, anybody who comes to me, they already know which which of their sides is better. They'll tell me shoot from this side. They know everything about themselves. Which actually is good for me. I have no ego. It's good for me. Good, you stand. I don't have to do any R&D. And everybody is now very confident of, of a camera. Earlier, photograph used to be a rare thing. So when camera came everyone used to get conscious. Now there is nothing like getting conscious. All the time you're shooting pictures. So it's changed a lot. Earlier, there was a gap. There was a gap. Now there isn't. So you've been shooting now for decades. And you have uh, embraced all kinds of technicalities, mediums, platforms, subjects, uh, whatever. When you are going for a new shoot, even if it's somebody whom you know for years and you shot, say, Amitabh Bachchan for a number of times, when you're leaving your home, getting your paraphernalia ready, getting your assistants ready, sitting inside the van or the car, 
is there a sense of tension that it should go fine it should go on time everything should fall into place or are you too chilled out i am i am very very chilled out as a person i know everything will go right but i have a very healthy nervousness about me before every shoot and that nervousness stems from one line which is don't take anything in this world for granted i don't take anything for granted i don't take the traffic for granted i don't take equipment for granted i don't take a actor's mood for granted so i am always wary that any of these things might not be in my favor today so if that happens i have to be ready for it so that gives me i'm always on guard so i'll not say i'm 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 not nervous but i'm all the time you know little insecure little nervous little apprehensive so all of that i'm not taken in taken by surprise by anything nothing surprises me because i'm all the time holding everything into um, account i carry i'm the only photographer who owns a tempo i take a tempo full of equipment for every shoot i don't know if you know about the murphy's law i don't you know murphy's law is that you don't you carry one xyz light for 100 shoots and you never need it but on that 101st shoot the day you don't take that light you will need it that day that's murphy's law so i take that into account so i carry double backup i carry two laptops i carry two lenses i carry more batteries so i i play super safe on all fronts so that is so that is how i go about it so so it's a contradictory thing i am chilled out but then you'll say abhi itni badi tune list batai kai ka chilled out so i can't explain it it, it is there it's both it's both so the last question is that you know the camera is very sharp Hmm. and it captures far more than uh, we intend to hmm does it happen that you start a shoot and through the lens you can read your actor's mind what is happening in the heart whether things are all right not all right and then how do you deal with it oh babri was too deep a question yeah it is uh, a bit deep. yeah so i don't want to give you a dramatic answer but um you can't make out actors are actors you can't make out through because your question is very pertinent so i'll give a pertinent answer the answer is you cannot make out through the lens but you can make out when they are off camera while shooting you'll never know but off camera if you're friendly with them you'll know that they are not having a good day they uh, the actors know how to cheat the camera very easily yeah yeah but you know my my assessment is that when you watch a film or you watch uh, them in action you can always tell uh, on the screen that that they are not having a good day or they are enjoying what they are doing that's uh, why i said the camera is sharp it's a, it's a it's a big conversation i don't agree with you totally you may have that perception i don't if you go and look at history when you read something if you read something about an actor suppose a actor x got divorced to mm-hmm. in 2001 and you see a film of that actor in 2001 you'll see are dukhi lag raha but i can give you hundreds and hundreds of examples of people i know who i can't take names you know them also i know the worst phases of their life worst phases how they were disasters look at their films how will you make out they are like they look a million bucks they are laughing away they are dancing away i don't think you can make out they really cheat the camera really well i feel that i you may have that perception i i respect you You're no, more no, 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 no,
now this question has become very uh, weirdly redundant because now who is a old generation and who is a young generation now what do i call mr bachchan <laughs> he's the youngest generation yeah. what do i yeah. call him what do i call amir salman sharuk i don't know what to call them they are like yeah. on 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 the ball boss it's crazy so there's no newer and younger generation difference but one thing i definitely see is that the newer generation if you say uh, post rithik if you say from ranveer to you know ranveer all of them i find that generation a lot more uh, experimental a lot more uh, you know they are willing to experiment a lot more than the earlier lot earlier lot means pre rithik i just feel that i may be wrong but they have a little started with the new new guys are ready to go berserk i mean they do anything and i find them a little more uh, friendlier a little more uh, disciplined is a wrong word but they are more easy going people the they are more easy going they don't have uh, that stardom ka air which i actually miss in them sometimes i love the aura of a star i love it when a star comes late gets out of his or her car and everybody is waiting and you know i i somehow love it I, I, there is something there's some charm to it we didn't know where they were previous 10 days now now the mystery is gone because of social media so i i feel that the the newer generation you feel you know them you feel you know you when when a new actor or new actress comes out you know where she was last night you know what she did you know how she is you know who she's seeing you know he who he is seeing you you feel that you know them but the earlier ones we felt we never knew them and i found that little mysterious and nice mm. what do you have to say to people who are listening to you and are uh, somewhere nursing a desire a fantasy to become a photographer so i say is the best time and the worst time to be a photographer best time because it's really booming and uh, you have a, a app called instagram which can make you you know you used to have an exhibition for such jahangirat gallery you used to book a thing and you don't know 100 people will come no but now you can just put up a picture and it can go viral to millions of people which is never the case so is the best time to be a photographer that way but i say is the worst time because of the level of photography it's become so fantastic it is so fantastic that there is no place for mediocrity anymore and everyone you know people everyone has the same cameras everyone has the same phones and everyone is taking good pictures in our times very few people had cameras and very few people were photographers so we were the blessed ones if you needed a photographer you had to really search for one for that day now everyone is a photographer so it's it's very tough for them if they are not going to be much better than the rest so it's it's a bit of a bummer that way thank you avinash gowarikar for always uh, being so entertaining and informative uh, i always look forward to chatting with you and i feel privileged that you are my friend bhavna somaya you are really sweet when you say that but i'm not giving you a return gift but i want to tell you one thing i have shot with so many actors and i have seen you interact with so many of them and i really want to say this on record that you are one of the if not the most respected people in our fraternity in you know journalism and above it's very few people have as much respect as you have and that goes from mr bachchan to the youngest they all i mean you really 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 carried yourself too cool
and you're still relevant which yeah. i always say you're you're yeah, you're yeah, rocking yeah. it still you're rocking it still you're doing these modern cool things you had to explain to me what i'm doing today i did not know what a pod what did you call it podcast podcast what? correct mujhe malum hi nahi kya so being relevant in today's day and age is not easy boss and you're relevant and you're rocking it congratulations thank you very much and i love you still lots of love uh, avi thank you for tuning in if you have liked this episode do comment do rate on apple podcasts subscribe on your favorite podcast app like apple podcast google podcast hubhopper castbox spotify geo seven so that you get notified when we come next stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest and until then take great care of yourself